It's Monday, which is the day every week when I answer your questions about marketing, copywriting, business building, and more. Today, I have a subscriber who asked me about confronting fear in the buying process. Uh, the question was, what is the best approach to assisting prospects face the fear they've projected onto my offer from Jay? And we'll be diving into that. And specifically, I'm going to share with you, well, I'm going to share you share with you quite a lot of ideas, but I'm going to lead you towards a cool sales tool that's going to help you guide prospects to making a good buying decision. Um, if you have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode, check the link in the description to ask Roy your question. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Let's dive into the answer to today's question. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Today's episode, as usual, is sponsored by me. The first link in the description will take you to the Client Getting Blueprint. Man, if you want to... If you want to have conversations with prospects that turn into money in the bank, check out the Client Getting Blueprint. That's what that entire program is about. Not just, not just like how to have a consultative selling conversation, which is part of what we're going to talk about in today's episode, but the entire process of defining first an offer that prospects are going to want to buy from you and then building out the systems that get them on the phone and then um, and, and then actually how you have those conversations and you convert them into, into paying clients. And it's all in the Client Getting Blueprint. Uh, and that's a truly massive course uh, full of just immense value. Check the link in the description. It's the Client Getting Blueprint. All right. So let's dive into this, this question. What's the best approach to assisting prospects face the fear they've projected onto my offer? Well, I've got a prescription. And it's more cowbell. <laughs> don't fear the reaper. Don't fear the reaper. Also, don't fear objections. Jeez, ah, that was a cheesy way to get to that. But, um, you know, you shouldn't fear your prospect's fear. Uh, because when a prospect is having emotions, when they're having, even if it's negative emotions about your offer, when they get through those emotions, they will be more attached to you. And so they're probably going to turn into a better prospect. And in fact, they may even turn into an evangelist for you, for your brand, because of the attachment that is created by you helping them make the buying decision. Now, I, I will also say that you shouldn't necessarily just to tackle these fears willy-nilly and just like bring up all the fears because in some cases you may run into prospects who just aren't feeling those fears. And um, if you raise objections to those prospects or even at the wrong point in the sales process, it can easily derail the sale. And so it's, it's not just about like crashing headfirst into your, all your prospects fear. Like you get on the phone with the first prospect that, that you're talking to for the day and you say, let me talk to you about the fears that you've projected onto my offer. <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not what's going to um, make all the sales. But um, when those things come up, and they probably actually should come up in most good buying decision-making processes, you have to be there to help them. And so we'll talk about that. Um, so one of the important things um, is that if you have a good process to assist the buying decision, you are going to have a lot of power 
about how that comes up. And it's all going to get, you know, it's all going to come around full circle. Um, ultimately, the prospects are going to be the people who make their own decision. And you do not want to take away that agency and that power from them, like good selling. And it, it is, is not this like aggressive, I'm going to get you to sign on the line, even if you don't want to. Good selling is helping buyers find solutions to their problems and helping figure out if yours is a fit or not a fit, right? But let's recognize that prospects will make their own decision. It should not, or it should be this way. And if you manipulate and force them into a decision, that's, that's no bueno, no bueno, um, no good. Um, so like, the question is like, how do you, how, what process are you using to walk them through to making that buying decision? So like in the client getting blueprint, um, again, link is in the description. I talk about using my Paizo formula in the context of consultative selling. So you come up with a bunch of questions relative to your offer that help elicit the problem or challenge that the prospect is facing. Problem, P, Paisa. <laughs> and then you have questions that elicit the emotional agitation that they're experiencing around, not around the buying decision, but around the problem itself. What, why are they wanting to solve that problem right now? And then you invalidate or you ask a bunch of questions that elicit the prospects in validation of other potential solutions. And so they may have looked at other options. They may have tried other options. You want to know about that. You want to know what didn't work about the other options. What makes them still be looking for a solution today? Then you ask questions to elicit the ideal solution criteria from them. So you're looking for what does an ideal solution look like for you? What are you looking for for this solution, right? Problem, agitate, invalidate, solve, or solution, and action. And so once they have defined the solution, if that is a strong overlap for your solution, that's when you're going to ask them to take action. Now, through the course of this, some of those negative feelings are likely to come up. They may project, it, they may project some fear onto, uh, well, number one, what's probably going to happen is as, as they look at alternative invalid solutions, they're going to be afraid that your solution is just like theirs. And so the ideal criteria for an effective solution that they give you, you need to be able to identify, okay, what didn't work for you before was that. And our thing offsets that, right? Whatever our product or service is. And that's that, that bridge from invalidation of other options to what the ideal solution needs to be, right? So that's one way that you're going to, that's, that's a system for helping people make that uh, that, that buying decision, and it's going to naturally pull out some of those, um, it's going to pull out some of those topics, some of those fears at the right moment to have them in the conversation. So when, when they are speaking about ways that other solutions have been invalid, and you talk about what an ideal solution needs to be, if yours is ideal, if yours matches that, if yours overcomes the inadequacies of the other options that they have looked at, well, then what you have done is you have said basically your fear that this is going to be just like everything else and it's also not going to work like everything else didn't work for you. You said, you know, that it's not going to apply here. 
or and and you shouldn't say that directly because that's going to raise a lot of skepticism but that's the whole point of walking through this buying decision making process and bringing around to this is how the solution that you're looking for matches our solution there's a great book called rethinking positive thinking that i've talked about in the past that really you know you could use largely the same thing and it would do largely the same job for consultative selling it's uh it uses this whoop process wish outcome obstacle plan so like uh, what's your big wish what is the outcome that we're looking to achieve with this wish uh, what obstacles are going to stand in the way of you actually fulfilling that wish and what's your plan to get to the outcome while overcoming any obstacles and again, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail on all of these, but, but the point is that's going to bring up a lot of those fears at an appropriate time after they've already anchored, here's the outcome that I'm trying to achieve. Then they say like, oh, like an obstacle is, you know, I'm afraid that this isn't going to work. It's not going to work for me, right? Okay, cool. Um, what is your plan to make sure that this is going to work for you? Or if it doesn't work, what are you going to do? Or how how can we work together uh, to make sure that it works and that any initial stumbles are not uh, a reason to completely give up on it, etc. Spin selling, a very popular selling system, largely is going to do the same thing. Identify the situation, identify the problem with the situation, what's the implication of the problem, either being solved or unsolved, and how do we pay off the need um, that that. Um, that is implied in the need for a solution to the problem. In all cases here, the goal is to actually work through the negative, not just focus on the positive. The goal is to, uh, you know, go head first into the negative and be okay with that. Um, which brings me around to uh, another powerful tool for selling. It's Dan Sullivan's Impact Filter. And I wanted to share this. It's been a long time since I have, um, since I've shared this, I have it as a worksheet here. Um, I'm going to give you the, the questions themselves. Uh, it's, it's this powerful tool. It's a worksheet. It's a series of questions really designed to guide your thinking process through any project or action-based decision-making process. It doesn't have to be selling. Um, but Dan says that, you know, it, there's a reason that his people use this for selling as well, because it works. It's, hey, you want to achieve whatever goal uh, how does working with us actually help you achieve that goal? So the parts of the impact filter, number one, there's just a project description or name, like some kind of name for you to reference it from. Then you define the purpose. And just think about this as a sales conversation. What do you want to accomplish? What are you looking to accomplish? Okay, cool. And then importance. What's the biggest difference this is going to make? So if you accomplish that, again, we're anchoring all this positive stuff that we're looking to achieve. What's the biggest difference this will make? And then what's the ideal outcome? What does the completed project look like? Um, so, you know, what, what, if the project goes well, what's it going to look like in the end? And then here's a really important step. And this is where we're defining the buying criteria. This is similar to the solution step in PISA. What's the success criteria? What has to be true when this project is finished? And by the way, like those first three questions are over here. The success criteria is over here. It's it's like three times as much space, actually more than that on the worksheet. And my worksheet is very similar to, to Dan's for this. Um, so what has to be true when this project is finished? And so you define all the success criteria. And then we're going to address those negative 
Emotions, worst result. What happens if you don't take action? If you don't take act, if you don't solve this problem, if you don't complete this project, if you don't achieve that ideal outcome, what happens? What happens? And there's usually a lot of fear associated with that. There's a lot of negativity associated with that. There were probably negative things that came up in the course of the ideal outcome, the success criteria, and all of this can be part of the discussion if you're talking to a potential client. But this worst result, just make sure that you go head on into this, this you know, those negative fears. Best result, what happens if you take action and you get the, get the result that you desired? What's the best result? And so we've gone from negative to positive. And so there's this, this um, yin and yang effect of making sure that you think on both sides of the equation. Now, there's something that I've added to the impact filter actually based on another book of, of Dan's. It's who, who can help or lead this? So if it's appropriate, and actually that's a great sales question, if you are helping them establish this entire project through the sales conversation, but not selling yourself hard, but then you say, who? Well, the natural thought is, well, you. You're the person, right? <laughs> so that's a great addition if you're using it in sales. It's also a great addition if you are working with a team or even just one person, like an assistant or something. Okay, uh, so what does all of this have to do with facing a fear in the buying decision-making process? Well, it's, you know, I've, I've kind of been spoken to that speaking to that already, but one of the major things that happens when you are going through a process like a sales process like this is you're getting them to verbalize their thinking. So a lot of the fear and stuff are going to be nonverbal feelings that they're having, or there's going to be a little bit of verbalization, a little bit on a subconscious level. But the 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 whole point being like, if it's not words, they're they're really just um it's, it's just this negative feedback loop. But if it turns into words, well, suddenly there's this, this whole different relationship that they can have with that fear. And so you could actually, like if you see or hear this happening, you could say, it seems like you might feel hesitant about moving forward with this. It seems like you might feel hesitant. So I'm not telling them that they do. I'm not telling them what their feelings are. And I'm not even saying like any of this is true, but just that it seems to me like you might feel hesitant about moving forward with this and that opens up the floodgates or has the potential to open up the floodgates really good language there um, if you notice someone kind of hemming and hawing about making a decision um, so you can you can verbalize you can get them to verbalize their thinking and give them an opportunity give them space to respond to that right because speaking negative emotions or negative feelings, negative thoughts encourages our brain to respond. And what our brain often will do is add context, add details, flesh out the details. Our brain will often counter the negative. So say, oh, this is a negative thing. And by the way, there's like, there's research into this, um, into, into changing thought patterns for yourself. Like if you are able to verbalize your own negative thinking, one of the things your brain will do is turn around and say, oh yeah, okay, that, Yes, I'm feeling that, but um, here's all the other details that are not included in that particular interpretation, right? So our brain will often counter the negative. Um, when we verbalize, when we speak the negative, it encourages our brain to separate fear from reality. So our brain will do kind of a reality check and say, okay, how much of that is fear? How much of that is whatever, right? And in the end, usually our brains will do a lot of work to actually minimize the negatives, to minimize any kind of um, 
negative conclusion that it would be coming to around this. So in the context of a selling argument, if we get people to verbalize the negatives, verbalize the fear, verbalize why they're not moving forward, there is a predisposition to, um, to counter those negatives and say, oh yeah, but it's, that's not a big deal because X, Y, Z, here's why I believe that this is actually going to be a good thing and they will be more likely to move forward. All right, um, so with that, don't forget, there's a link in the description to the Client Getting Blueprint, uh, which includes a in-depth training on using that PISA formula to do consultative selling. It's just part, it's a very small part of a much more comprehensive program um, that's probably better training on similar topics than people who do like $10,000 group coaching on it uh, provide. So check the link in the description. You pay one low monthly fee to be TMS Insiders and you can binge all that you want from the Client Gaining Blueprint. I'm Roy for this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this. And every day and every episode, I'm here helping you increase your sales marketing genius and yeah, being able to confront this stuff even when it's not necessarily comfortable. Um, well, sure make you look like a genius in terms of the results that you are generating. I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.